Hi there, I'm Kyle Thomas, welcoming you to the fifth episode of The Edmontonian. The animal shelters in Edmonton need Edmontonian support. That's why this week we've dedicated the entire show to an interview with a local Humane Society volunteer. That's on this week's Edmontonian. My first guest today is Geralda von Strasse, an Edmonton Humane Society volunteer who's been working at the animal shelter now for three years. Geralda, you're very, very welcome to the program. Guten Tag. Guten Tag to you. Guten Tag and guten Nacht. Geralda, I see here you've been a volunteer at the Humane Society for three years now. Can you can you tell me why you were first inspired to get involved with the Humane Society? Yeah, when I saw all the animals in the city that were very, very sad, I couldn't help but take them in myself. And then I was in trouble. You see, all the animals, they started, they started to destroy my apartment and... As much as it hurt, I had to turn them into somewhere. How many how many animals did you have in your apartment? How many animals did you take in from the streets? Fifty two and a half. Fifty two and a half. Yeah. What animal? What 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 type of animals were were they primarily? I had mostly cats and dogs, and a few rabbits, and a, a small little kitten, who was only half a kitten. Unfortunately, it was involved with an accident, but survived. So this kitten was put in a little homemade wheelchair that I made from Lego. You made a, a wheelchair for the kitten out of Lego. Yeah. And did the kitten survive? Should I should I even ask? Yeah, this kitten lived for for a few months. On um, did you have to keep building bigger and bigger Lego wheelchairs as a group? No, uh, he he was a very old already. I came home one day and... Sorry, he was very old already? The kitten... The so, ki- so was he a cat or a kitten? Well, technically you would call him a cat here. Yeah, I'm sorry, I call all my cats kittens because in my eyes they never really grow up, you know? They're so cute. Okay. So how old was this, this particular kitten? Oh. Half a kitten? If I were to count his whiskers, he'd have too many to count. I, I think he was maybe eight. Yeah. So this kitten was eight years old? I th- if I had to take a guess by the number of stripes he had, I would say 32. But that's much too old for a kitten, so I think I divided that in half. I, I had no idea that you could tell a cat's age by the number of whiskers or stripes that it had in its body. And, and of course, then there's some cats that don't have any stripes at all. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's more like a feeling. And when I held the cat, I said, oh, you must be eight. And he looked at me and he went, meow. And I said, yeah, yeah this cat yeah. is eight. Mm-hmm. It, it, it must have gotten quite difficult to have animals in your apartment that traditionally would be seen as enemies. Uh, dogs and cats, dogs and rabbits. How were you able to keep them all apart and, and, and safe from each other? Yeah, sometimes there's a fight or two. Uh, coming back to the kitten that was in the wheelchair, I, I came home one day and the wheelchair was broken. So I assumed that our bigger dog had smashed the wheelchair and had killed the kitten. I only assumed this because he had been cowering in the corner and the baby kitten, oh, that's the old kitten, eight years old, 
was no longer breathing. It's a very sad story. So, so, so was the kitten was was the kitten dead? Or? Well, yeah, he was dead, and the wheelchair was broken. But they were very good friends. Uh, at first, not so much. Jeal- jealous of the wheelchair, perhaps? Well, no, or? it's a very. It goes back to the ancient times of dog versus cat. Okay, and so classic. Like going back to your question, I was. Uh, I was confronted with some issues when you bring in so many different animals, but, but again, when when they find a balance in the in the space, they are friends, just like you and I here, uh, uh, strangers one day and then friends another. Well, <laughs> we've literally just met, but yes, yes. So okay, so you had fifty-two and a half animals in your apartment: dogs, cats, and rabbits. Y- you got to a breaking point, obviously, and 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 then turned to to the Humane Society for help. Yeah, well, uh, somebody called, and um, things were out of my hands. And so I came home, and some of my animals have been taken to the shelter. It was very hard to come into, but I asked what I can do and where they are going and then they ported me to the shelter. It sounds like you had to give up these animals without your own permission. Did, yeah. did you, did you, were you in trouble with the city? Did you, did you get fined or anything for keeping 52 and a half animals in your apartment? They said, we feel very bad for you and we were not going to find you this time. Why did they feel so bad for you? Well, this maybe I don't. I really don't know. I was very distraught and broken about it. And maybe but you had fifty-two and a half animals in I your apartment. Know. How big was your apartment? It's about of six hundred square feet. Six hundred square feet. It's very similar to this movie Ace Ventura. You seen when he walks into his apartment? Yes, but that's a movie. This is real life. Yes, so you yes. had fifty-two and a half animals. Were your neighbors complaining? Did they, did did you? Oh, my neighbors. Did they very, know? Very friendly. I just I. So you were allowed to get involved with the Humane Society after that experience, and I imagine that. For you, it was an opportunity that you jumped at so you could see the animals that had been taken out of your care mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. you obviously couldn't care for them, but then were allowed to volunteer at the society to, to care for them in a more external in way. In a different way, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's made me so very happy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I imagine your 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 apartment must be a lot less chaotic now and probably a lot less hair and... Yeah. feces and well, you know, your food bill. I'm very clean, you know. I don't like the animals to roam around in their own waste. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, 52 animals, just, you're picking up the shiza. I'm sorry. No, I swear on here, you're th- picking up okay. the, the waste very often. And, uh, you know, it never really bothered me. Okay. Yeah. So, so w- what is your role now with the Humane Society? So now I like to donate my time there. I, I go in and I whenever I can, I like to say hello to my friends again. A lot of them have been adopted off to great families. I uh, Sometimes now I do my own background checks. Have you ever done a background check on yourself, you know, like Googling yourself? Because I imagine after that experience where you had 52 and a half animals taken off you, actually 52 because the cat was dead at that stage, now that you're a volunteer yeah. at the Humane Society and one of your roles is to do background checks on people who may adopt some animals, have you ever looked into your own file? Because I imagine there could be a black mark or two on it now. No, that's a, that's a funny question. Why would I do something like that? I am me. I know my background. Have you ever had situations where animals had to, they went out to a family and then they had to come back? Yeah, yeah I, 
there, there was a family that took in a, a, a couple of dogs and they, they were huskies, okay? And this was a red flag for me because I, when I lived in the Germany, I used to do a lot of racing with animals. And uh, growing up in Germany in a, in a poor household, I was not always uh, lucky enough to have a pet. And in fact, most of my pets were brought in from the streets. And um, in fact, I've always wanted they to... They were ro- rotten from the streets or the brought in from the streets? They were brought in from the streets. Okay, so they were stray- strays. They were strays. That well, some of them were taken, yes. So like that movie, Lithium Neeson's. I would take these dogs, but I wouldn't be asking for a ransom and more or less just keep them. Okay, yeah. So you would steal dogs, yes, or, or, or they would be strays and you take that them in. That's a little bit of both, okay. And if not always dogs, you know, if somebody let the little turtle out in the backyard, I would be watching and I would t- take the turtle. If there was a little bird in the window, I would take the bird. You see, when I was a child, I was very obsessed with the idea of becoming a animal racer, okay, uh, particularly a husky dog racer. And very, very difficult to find. Even more, very, very difficult to take. So I I took what I could and I fed race these animals. So you were like an animal kleptomaniac. This is for that uh, this klepto. Somebody who's, who's, who's addicted to stealing. Oh, wow. Was this the stealing or was it the love for the animals? I, I don't know. Who is the judge? But I would, I would take them, and then I would race them. And so sorry, you would race like you would you you would race a, a turtle and a bird and a dog. Hmm? Would you would you wait till you had like many turtles gathered up and then race them all together like huskies, or would you just race a collection of animals? Yeah. So with the turtles in particular, they were very hard to find. You know, turtles can be very expensive. But there was one turtle in particular that I was very fond of, and he was very fast for a turtle. So it, I made it my mission to find him a another turtle friend. And so when I did, I used those two turtles to race in our high school race for animals. Your, your high school had a race for animals? Well... Or it had a husky race, and you raced with a collection of your own animals okay, that you'd so, stolen. So some... It's a very long time ago, and maybe I'd be honest with you. There are societies in Germany and around the world where these kind of things happen. You see cockfights in Thailand. You see underground boxing fights in in North America. Well, in Germany, you see underground races. Yeah, the money, I swear to you. As a 16-year-old boy, I've never seen so much money. So what kind of animals would be raced in these underground races? Oh, anything and everything. I've watched a centipede race a lizard before. Okay. <laughs> that one was interesting because the lizard just ate the centipede. Did the, so did the lizard win that race? Hell, that's when I stepped in. At the time, I had a rabbit wound. Obviously, the odds were against him. So what they had done... The the odds were against the rabbit? No, against the lizard. Of course. Oh, okay, okay, The rabbit sorry. was going to <laughs> yeah, win. How stupid of me. So the zeal was to tie the high legs of the rabbit to only allow the rabbit to race with the front feet. Okay. I won by a smidgen. So the rabbit... I love that word. 
Imagine <laughs> the rabbit. The rabbit's legs were tied. The, the hind legs. The hind tied. legs were tied together. Yeah. And it raced the lizard. How, how far? How long was the race? How far was the race? It really depend on the entries. We'd have races from five feet to ten feet, and the longest race I've entered a um, it was a sh- is a, a schwein. A, uh, what's the word I'm looking? A pig. I've entered a pig, and it was a, a hundred meter dash. And was the pig racing another pig? Well, this this one was my favorite. You see, there was an enemy of the neighborhood, and what we had done is the same thing we have done with the rabbit. We we locked up his pine legs, and he used his fans to race against the pig. So this was a human versus a pig. Yeah, this is was was when things were a little bit more experimental, and it's most likely where I should end my story because things get a little bit twisted here. And okay, so. What what recommendations would you have for any parents out there who are thinking of maybe purchasing a, a family pet or a pet for their child? Yeah, um, Mutter und Vater, is your kinder into racing? If so, this is a warning sign that he'll be using his pets to race. Is there more practical things, tips that you could give us? I mean, maybe having enough space for a pet, and maybe understanding that a pet needs to be, if it's a dog, walked twice a day. Uh, watered, fed, adequately yeah, yeah. cleaned all up after. Of, all of these things apply, of course. And you know, as can I ask how you were allowed to volunteer with the Humane Society again? I mean, it sounds like you've got a checkered history, if that's fair to say, with animals. A checkered uh, history. I don't well, I mean, <sighs> I've got a lot of experience with animals. Yes, you you. We can agree you yes. do have a lot of experience with animals. You see, I think the, the, that you answered your own question with volunteer. You see, I'm not paid to be there. I'm there on my own accord. And and yeah, maybe they did a little bit of background, but everything that I've told you here today, you know, you're not going to find that beyond what I've told okay, you. Okay, but if you, given your history of, you know, being involved in races where rabbits' le- hind legs were tied together against lizards or lizards ate the millipedes that they were racing and given that you were stealing animals to race in these underground practices and there was a lot of money involved are those old ways do they ever grab hold of you again are you ever tempted to take an animal from the humane society and race it or just race them just ride him into the sun yeah and collect my money at the end of the day yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah you never leave those things really they just are buried so if you were to act in those things would you i don't know take a cat and try and race it against a chicken? I've seen that one before, and I can tell you how it ends. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for instance, I see you, and I, all I want to do is tie your, your two arms up and just uh, put a bag over your head and, and, and race you against a rhino for for 500 meters and see who, who wins on that. You see, my, my money would be on you because you'd be so fearful of the rhino. And uh, I could see you just running that dash. And Do you see the world always through the lens of animal racing? Life is a race, right? And we're always rushing around. We're racing for... We're for part of the human race, I guess. Well, there you go. Now you're thinking we're always racing for the next promotion. Racing for the next person in line. We're always going so, so fast, you know. It's always about a race. So how can I not think about the race? Okay, well, that's more of a metaphorical race, and you're talking about actually racing animals and people. Well, Heralda, that's 
pretty much all the time we have for this segment. Before you go, any other tips for uh, people thinking about adopting an animal, contributing to the Humane Society, perhaps someone who, who might want to get involved as a volunteer? How, how would someone get involved uh, with the Humane Society in one of those ways? If they just show up and say, hey, I would like to get involved with this. Geralda, thank you very, very much yeah. for this fascinating interview. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And that's it. That concludes episode number five of The Edmontonian. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can get in touch with us on edmontonianpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Kyle Thomas saying goodbye for now. Good evening, ladies and jerks, and these Mercedes at first. It seems the 80s the worst, release the peace and it hurt. Tell my mama through the drama, Farrakhama rolling. So beat the armor, karma crawling, but they keep on calling. They put the battery up in your back, these niggas funny. I change your names to the fucking in the jazz of bunny. I be the man while you motherfuckers looking bummy. More like the clan, had these niggas always running from me. So what's the plan, spitting aim, seeming lots to jock me? I'm in Japan, getting brains, screaming out sake. I'm like a Dr. Poppy, like a gynecologist. I'm in your chicks whiffing dick. The quick. So if I spit it like you spit it, couldn't feel no wealth. I lick up on the train tracks to try to kill myself. I couldn't feel myself. They masturbating with no hands. Frogs be the realest and illest. So what's the plan like? I need a like. I wanna like. I need a like. I wanna like. I need a like. I wanna like. Going in this zone and known. I need a like. I wanna like. I need a like. I wanna like. I need a light, I want a light, going in the zone and on. Yo, good evening, ladies and jerks. He need the best to improve. His kid tested and he's mother approved. He the reason for the season, they can prove it's true. Never leaving and achieving, steady scheming his crew. But listen, we'll take your chicken, have a spinning like the exorcist.